Hey everyone, um, we're back with season three of We Are That Podcast. Um, I almost forgot what season it was, which is which is a shame. It's only we've only been through two of them so far. Um, if you guys don't know by now, I'm Chris, aka the problematic sister of the group, aka um, damn, I don't know, aka that bitch, whatever. And I'm here with my two. Who calls you that bitch? I call myself that bitch, and that's all that matters. But, you know, you can't really use AKA unless, like, other people know you as, because it's also known as. So if you only know yourself as that bitch, I don't know you as that bitch, so you're just throwing random names. Okay. So I'm going to ignore that bitch that just talked, and we're going to go to the other host on this (laughs) podcast. Ma'am, you could um, introduce yourself again. What's happening, y'all? It's Carly, also known as your favorite West Indian shawty. Or, but do you Carly. see how she? You see how she used it, and it made sense because that's her Twitter handle. You also, how she like interrupted me, right? Yeah, I did it. Um, but you see, <laughs> <laughs> also known as Charlie to one person only. You don't need to acknowledge him. <laughs> 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 just like because he'll never know my name all right but um yeah Isn't that's that. <laughs> all right i guess the other one that's been talking throughout everybody's introduction can finally have her chance to say something if she's so saying that i just find it funny how y'all could interrupt each other and i can't but anyways it's beyonce now Ma'am. here's the real question. <laughs> Ma'am. Oh, Beyonce? Who? Be- mm. <laughs> we just gonna let that sit. <laughs> I love how when you said that, I immediately pictured the uh the gif of uh New York. New York. <laughs> Beyonce, Beyonce, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but she don't look like Luther Vandross, so that's okay. But how do you on the other hand? You know what I was thinking about the other day? <laughs> Speaking of not looking like Luther Vandross, I was thinking about how something that I'll always think is funny is um, you should have never called me a fat ass Kelly Price. A fat ass Kelly <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that sounds always <laughs> And they were cousins or something. Like that means you were harboring those feelings for mm-hmm. that long. Fat ass Kelly Price. Way to go, Carly. Oh, sorry. I don't know. I told you this. I don't know how to turn it off. I told you this, too. Tell your people to stop texting you. We got shit that we need to do. I know. Okay. It's on your computer? I don't know how to turn it off. Okay. Hold on. Let me see. Anyway, we're going to move on while this is going on. My fault, yes. So, I think we're going to address the elephant in the room, first of all. Obviously, we're not recording this in the studio we are actually on the internet on zoom in our so, <laughs> yep so um we are not face to face so please forgive the sound quality if it's bad and if it's not bad great perfect um but we are trying to adjust as well as everyone else um because big miss rona is outside and she's oh. just wild so wild it is what real I mean, God bless Zoom, if anything, because I I don't know how we would have done this if it wasn't for Zoom, because 
admittedly, a lot of this shit, like on the technical side, we didn't really do ourselves as far as like, you know, actually getting like the sound here. Like we had a studio to go to. So we're right, really, really trying to like learn and make this shit work ourselves. So thank God for Zoom. Um, I don't Zoom use it literally. So for, I don't really use it for any other reason. But um, today. Honestly, uh, I'm surprised Skype hasn't really been popular as much as Zoom. I saw a tweet about that. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, oh, Skype fumbled the ball. Because Skype was around for a long time. Right? Yeah. Right? It's, yeah. It was, what was the other one? Skype and Ubu. I remember Ubu back in high school. It, be like, it, was, mm-hmm. it used to be like 10 niggas deep in an Ubu chat. <laughs> Ubu was so fucking no. ghetto, though. Like, And they would have like those, those long-ass like MySpace ads and names at the top. Like XX Miss Candy, XO, XX. <laughs> And I'm like, girl, you are not known as Miss Candy. I know you was fucking Ashley. Like, please. Okay, but when I just said that in the beginning of the show, I was the criminal. All right. It's a lot of it's a lot of hypocrisy in season three. <laughs> I I'm get- not gonna you think I'm gonna go like outside and be like, hey Miss Candy, XOXX one I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, I'm not gonna go outside and be like, hey that bitch. I'm not gonna do that. You know, exactly why it's not an AKA. It's not an alias. It's just something you think you are. You are a bad bitch, but nobody calls you bad bitch. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. this girl introduced herself as Beyonce, and you know neither of us have. I ever thought she was going to get away with it too. Like we were about to. But actually, on. the funniest thing is that's my middle name. <laughs> <Isn't> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so today we're going to talk about um, <laughs> something that we actually um, posted about on our Instagram last week. Um, if you and, don't um, follow, follow us, please. Oh, that's very aggressive. I mean, I want okay. people to follow us. Yeah, but you do, you catch more bees with honey than, what what is it, vinegar? Some shit like that? Oh, it's no. a saying. You could lead a horse. No, you catch water, more. You, you can't catch more horses to drink. That's not it, Carly. That's completely. Different. I thought we were just yelling out like old phrases. You catch more flies with honey than you do with salt or salt. I know somebody knows what I'm talking about. Maybe not y'all, but one of the listeners. <laughs> I know somebody knows what I'm talking about. Okay, whatever. If you know um, it, let us I- know. <laughs> Thank you. What I was going to say was shout out to us for creating such a great like platform on Instagram or um, I guess a brand on Instagram. That's what I was yeah. going to say. But Chris also said follow us. So I guess follow us to see the, bland, the brand and platform. Mm-hmm. But you know, we've been out here working. We have been. So I'm definitely we- proud of us. The graphics and um, the, um, just the aesthetic of the overall brand has really been flourishing from where we started. I actually was looking at our Instagram the other day and was just like scrolling through from the beginning. We've definitely been going up. Yeah. So I like that. And I'm happy for like, um, I was talking to Devante and he was saying, because he reposted our last um, visual, I guess, whatever on his story and like it just kept he said a lot of people started reposting it and I'm just happy for the people who are so that they're discovering us. Yeah, I meant to text out this but I'm you know, I'm we know. right now. So. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
But um, shout out to y'all. Like shout out to the people. And if you you can you guys can see it on our Instagram. You and Chris, not followers, but like you guys can check our Instagram and see like how many Im- impressions that it's made. And I'm really happy about that. So thank you guys, and thank you to all the supporters, and thank you to you guys. So thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. Of like course. even on Twitter, like we we've had discussions on how Twitter is one of like the hardest platforms to like really gain traction on considering mm-hmm. that the three of us like each of our individual accounts hold more followers and like more engagement than our podcast um Twitter. So we put up like a thread of uh um polls the other day and I was looking at like the amount of people that were doing the polls and it was like in the hundreds or something and I was like yeah. What? Like, what's going on? I don't know what the fuck we did differently, but I don't know if we used a new pod. I don't know if we like hit a hit a um reach button or whatever the fuck. But people are really starting to gravitate and I don't know what we're doing, but thank you once again. Listen, all I'm saying is I've been telling them to let me put my damn pussy on the screen as the Avi for Twitter. <laughs> Bet you, I bet you we're going to have followers. So. Put your pussy lips on Twitter. I'll get you that. i put my pussy lips on Twitter right now. That means y'all <laughs> And oh, that don't do what Doja Cat did. Don't do that. No. We're oh, not going to no. talk about that, girl. The thing is, I'm confused. Like, I don't even know what exactly is going on, but I just know, oh, no, honey. That's all yeah, right? Situation. Yeah, I don't between her and um, Lana Del Rey, just like too, <laughs> too much. Can I say I did not read that post? All I knew again, I don't know Same. what's going on. But it's, oh no! I, I read the first couple sentences, and I was not going to give that my time of day. I also yeah. just read other people's reactions to it, and I just figured out all I needed to figure out, and it was bullshit. Mm-hmm. She said something about Beyonce. I don't know what she said though. She really fixed her white fingers and just typed that out all willy nilly. Just name about me. About me. <laughs> anyway, and you remember the last person, Harry <laughs> Hilson, that went against Beyonce, and we saw what happened to her. So, what happened to her? I mean, she's very talented. She's pretty. Um, Name three of her songs. That's not hard. Turning me on, energy, and um, what's that shit? Knocks you down. Knocks you down. (laughs) Don't do Carrie like that. No, no, no. no. I just forgot. I mean, because those all were features. Like she had a lot of good features on those songs. Like were they really her songs? Let me stop. Let me stop. First of all, let me stop. Let me stop. Because (laughs) I said energy, and energy was complete. Carrie Hilson. Yeah, and Pretty Girl Rock is Carrie Girl is oh Carrie Pretty Girl, Girl Rock. Oh, that's Thank a you. bot. I actually, we are not going to come for Carrie Marie Hilson. That's not what we're doing today. We Let have the same. Actually, name. fact check. You can't be that. You don't need to fact check anything. <laughs> <laughs> she said that with confidence, like <laughs> because Marie actually, is just a middle name. So it's, it's actually like Carrie a, Lynn Hilson. So. Okay, that fits too. But okay, Lynn Marie. You know the general middle names where it's like oh. If you want to put some emphasis on it, like, <laughs> I'm not going to say your full name, Carly, but I'm going to say Carly Marie. <laughs> Carly Marie. <laughs> just throw it's just a government out there. there. That wasn't your government, boo-boo. I can. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> but um, anyways, girl, Chris, what was you saying about this episode? Sorry. Okay, so 
today um we're going to talk about a topic that we posted about on our instagram not too long ago and it's about uh soulmates so obviously everybody's heard the word soulmates everybody has their own idea of what a soulmate is and who their soulmate are if they feel like they have any some people might feel dead inside they might feel like they not have soulmates that's mm-hmm. on you that's your ministry whatever that's um very heavy. i know but hey some people are they're like so to themselves that they're like i don't think i have any soulmates i came in here alone i'm gonna die alone da, da, da. and yes while that may be true you can still have a soulmate sweetie like you don't have to be dead inside um but yeah, we're just here to tell you that a soulmate doesn't have to be like that fairy tale person that you find that you see them for the first time, you fall in love and you get married and you have kids and you live happily ever after because like 99% of the time that shit ain't even going to happen. Because me personally, I don't even believe in that love at first sight shit. I don't believe in like quick, like quick, uh, quick love attraction, I guess. Like, I don't believe in none of that shit. Um, but yeah, like, it could just be, soul, a soulmate can be romantic, but it could also be platonic with, with your same-sex friends, with your opposite-sex friends, whoever it may be. Um, but who are you guys' soulmates? Because I know on the Instagram, we asked our people to, like, mention their soulmates. And a lot of you guys responded, which was really, really cute. Yeah. I was happy to see that, you know, um, other people started shouting out their soulmates, especially, um, especially considering the fact that not that many people know, like you said, that soulmates don't, it doesn't have to be something in a romantic sense. It can be in a friend, but, um, who are your soulmates, Carlene? (laughs) Whole name, Jesus. (laughs) That was so aggressive. Wild aggressive. Did I deserve that? No. Thank you. I like the name Carlene. I think it's pretty. It's, yeah. Me too. I was going to say call her by her full name, but everyone calls her. <laughs> I love it. Go I go by either or now. I go by either or. If you know me as either or, whichever comes to my first. But my soulmates are you ladies. Bitch, we better the fuck. <laughs> I was like, damn, cricket. I'll hang up right now. I swear to God, I will. Well, I'm not going to hang up because we're in the middle of this podcast. But, um, <laughs> yeah, same, Carly, same. Yeah. yeah. We're each other's soulmates. And, you know, me personally, I don't know how to, like, detect if I've ever had a romantic soulmate. I guess since I don't know, I feel like I probably have never had one. Um, but it kind of leads me into the next, um, point. We each have said that like we're each other's soulmates and I don't know if any of you guys have thought that you've had a romantic soulmate or if you have any other platonic soulmates or whatever, but how do you guys know when you personally have found a soulmate in somebody? Is it like a feeling that you have inside? Are there indicators that they show you? Um, I don't know. It could be a combination of the two, but you can like think of anybody or any example and how did you know that they were considered your soulmate so I guess I'll go first since you know (laughs) I'm thinking I'm thinking 
damn bitch we can't think you just threw the question out <laughs> yeah, there yeah that's damn. quite a question that's I'm trying to figure out how to describe it but well for me I feel like it's more of a feeling that you have over time and that's why I don't believe that soulmates can just like come like immediately um because people are fleeting feelings are fleeting and I feel like once time has been established doesn't have to be years or anything it could be however long it needs to be but there has to be a a decent amount of time for you to actually know somebody um there's like different energies that can be felt um it could be things that the person has done for you where you think that you know they were meant to be there in that certain time um to be there for me or I was supposed to be there in that certain time to be there for them um I guess I remember reading somewhere like a long long time ago that if you have a friend that you've been friends with for x amount of years more than likely they're your soulmate it's not concrete because obviously people still fall out but more than likely if you've had a friend for life I think it was like 15 or so years that more than likely they're they've been stamped as your soulmate because of the amount of stuff that you've probably been through um it could be that you just like you guys just get each other like it doesn't have to be like anything that's forced like you feel me girl da, 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 da. it could just be like in the moment like you know how i act or you know my energy you know my mannerisms i know yours and there's no like questioning it so mm-hmm. that could be like a feeling of having a soulmate um and i'm saying this all in my mind for like all of my platonic friends because like all of them are so different yeah somehow they still get me and i yeah. still get them so the relationships that i have with all of these people yes they might be different but that feeling of like solidarity is still the same you know yeah i think you covered all the bases to be honest because it definitely does come with time granted you could randomly meet someone today whatever you guys are hanging out heavy but after a certain amount of time you start to realize okay this person gets me on this level like yeah. it could be shit like some vibrary type shit like there'll be times I'm around you I don't even need to say what the fuck is on my mind because it's like you just know y'all niggas know like <laughs> y'all yep. niggas know exactly what I so it's like that obviously comes with time because to me if I had just met you guys today and then you knew exactly what I'll be talking about I say what the fuck is going on here like Mm-mm, no this is some witchcraft shit but obviously we've been friends for a long time so that comes with time um i think literally kristen everything that you said describes it as a whole that's Perfect. exactly how you know that you you met someone that is your soulmate yeah. and the thing is it took me a while to realize you can have soulmates that are not like lovers like it doesn't just fall into the category of like romantic there can be platonic soulmates it took me a dumb long time to realize that and sometimes even the platonic soulmates are some of the strongest soulmates that you have and some of like the most like home feeling that you have cuz i know that like with you guys and with like my other two friends that i consider my soulmates it's like i've never felt like i had to fake who i am or i've never felt like i was i wasn't secure around you guys and sometimes you might question that with somebody that you are in a relationship with or just consider a partner of yours so sometimes like 
I don't know, like maybe because people think that friendships are so like, you could be one friends one day, you could be friends one day and not friends the next. Granted, mm-hmm. relationships are the same thing, but mm-hmm. you know, there's still so much strength in friendships that people never like to acknowledge as a soulmate. So I completely understand like why it would take so long for you to like truthfully acknowledge like what is this feeling that like this girl just gets me and like I don't understand why. Like, yeah, you're my best friend, but like what is that extra piece? Because yeah. I could have a best friend who sometimes we might not get each other and but we could still, you know, be friends. We could still tell each other stuff. But it's that like you said, that vibe feeling. And it's weird because I don't really go off vibes too too much like that. Ain't that Corey's favorite word? No. I was just about <laughs> to say that word is so just thrown around all the time. But I I agree with both of you. I I really appreciate the fact that like with friendships, it just the time it takes for it to the time it takes for it to grow such depth and layers to it, which again, you know, is how you basically end up establishing that type of bond and like having a soulmate. That's so important. It's not something that you're just gonna experience right off the bat, and it'd be kind of naive to think so. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> but so, yeah, oh, you keep going. No, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, um, Carly, before this recording started, like we were talking about twin flames and soulmates and stuff like that, and I mm-hmm. remember you saying that like you didn't really know the difference or you didn't know what a twin flame was right I have I've heard of it before I've seen it like like oh this is my twin flame but I didn't understand the concept behind it (laughs) and Mm -hmm. I didn't know it tied in with being soulmates so I'm interested in finding out to be honest I didn't know what a twin flame was either I just thought it was like literally like the same as a soulmate somebody who just gets you like you guys are like one and the same you know everything is cool whatever but now that I've like finally looked into it, I kind of understand like where it's coming from and like how it's different. So a soulmate, so there's two different people. They each have their own souls, so to speak. They're moving as two different individuals. And then they come across each other, they connect, and then it seems as though their souls can combine into one because of like how close you are, the feelings that you have with each other. Um, the comfort levels that you have with each other, they combine into one. Then a twin flame is two people who sh- who already share the same soul energy, but they're just split into two different people. So it's kind of like the same, uh, it's kind of like the same idea, but one is already innate and another one is formed. Like soulmates are formed because me and you, we didn't know each other at one point. We're two different entities. Um, and through us connecting, that's how we figured out that we're soulmates. Rather than two people could literally like share the same feelings like inside or whatever, but they just exist in two different bodies. I think it's harder to probably find a twin flame because, you know, your twin flame, I guess, could be anywhere. But you could not have... You could not meet your twin flame. Granted, you can't. You might not meet your soulmate either. But soulmates are more common. You know, this is like making me think of how sometimes I've heard people say, like, "Oh, it feels like I met you in a past life" or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's more twin flamey. Right. That's what. I, that's what I was referring to. I yeah. like that. It definitely 
sounds so visual. <laughs> like souls apart combining as one soul fiery flames but it's just weird for me because like I'm not like the vibey kind of person like I'm really just like hey I see you you're here we talk we connect and boom like to think that there's some sort of entity that might be rumbling within me and might be rumbling inside somebody else that could form some sort of connection between the two of us that shit sounds in my head kind of weird right um no, but I feel like a lot of people do have a twin flame and have a soulmate and they just don't acknowledge it as that either. Um, or they just don't. More than likely. Yeah, or they just don't know. So, fuck it. But um, but listening to this episode, of course, we hope you guys acknowledge it, that you most more than likely have this person in your life where they are checking all of the boxes that we are listing off and are indeed your soulmate, friend soulmate or twin flame. For sure. (laughs) So I was watching, um, I was watching the last dance, like two or so weeks ago, whenever the Kobe episode came on. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously like rest in peace to Kobe, but that's not what we're talking about today. Um, it got me thinking like this man who's in everybody's life passed away, left behind a wife, left behind children, all that kind of stuff. And and Vanessa like losing her person, just like uh, Lauren London, when Nipsey died, her person, so to speak, left. And even like dating way back when, uh, Steve Irwin died. Um, his wife lost her person. And I remember with um, Steve Irwin's wife, she said that she would never date again because she she knew that Steve Irwin was her soulmate and she felt like she didn't need to date anybody else. Like she already felt fulfilled in that marriage. Um, so not uh, obviously I don't think any of us have ever had anybody die and like we've had to go through anything like that, but I could only imagine like how they would feel. But I guess my bigger question because of um, things that we can relate to, like losing a friend, going through a breakup, whatever. If they're actually your soulmate, do they really go away? So my, if you have a friend that you're not friends with anymore and they're off doing their thing, you guys aren't kicking it anymore, whatever. If they were your soulmate at one time, do they still continue to be your soulmate once you guys aren't cool anymore? Or does that just like cut off? Mm. I don't believe it's something that you no longer experience anymore. You know what I mean? I feel like it gets cut off at that point. Well, I don't like the way that sounds, but essentially, yeah, because That feeling will always be there, but you're no longer experiencing it. It's no longer happening. It's no longer growing anymore, that bond or connection. So, you know, it's but hard. Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. No, continue. I'm, hmm. I don't think continue? that if that's a soulmate, it's going to cut off once you stop being that person or as close as you were, whatever have you. I think that 
unless like it's a situation where like they shot your mom or something like if y'all link up again or if you see each other again it's going to be the same vibe it's going to be everything's literally going to be vibely because all of this soulmate mumbo jumbo is just some vibely shit so Mm -hmm. if me and Kristen are to fall out or me and you are to fall out I think that it'll pick back up it won't obviously be the same because there's a reason why you fell out with that person but it won't be like you guys are complete strangers like if you see each other at a like it's not, insecure. It's like not you that saw, at all. Like I wasn't saying that like when it's cut off that you guys are treating each other as strangers or anything like that. It's just something that you're no longer experiencing. So it's just like when you when you reference it, it's like we were soulmates at one point, but we're no longer soulmates. It's not like it so is. So does that mean every six months you're gonna get a new soulmate? It's I mean you I don't think there's just such a thing as one soulmate. I mean, especially knowing that you can have them in friends, like it's, you can have multiple soulmates. Exactly. But if I consider you to be my soulmate, no fallout, no nothing will cut that off or change it or make it seem like it's something new. Like it's, you're not going to stop being my soulmate. Like literally when I think of soulmate, this is somebody that you vibe with, like on a different level. So you're, how-tos, your mechanisms, whatever, or the, just the way you are is completely aligned with the way that person is. So just okay. because if, God forbid, I stop talking to this person, that person is still going to be exactly how they are. I'm still going to be exactly how I am. And they're so in, aligned with, like, if we do come back together, nothing has really changed. Like, you haven't changed. I haven't changed. They're still aligned. It's just there was some type of situation that made either me or you feel away, whatever have you. But it's not, it's literally going to be exactly the same. Yeah. Because I mean, that's That's technically like what a soulmate is. Like if you guys have like experienced those kind of vibes or like that kind of spiritual like transformation or like whatever the fuck you want to call it. Like if that person is truly meant to be your soulmate, like you can't turn it off. Like there's no off. You know what I mean? Like, um, like if me and you Carly were to fall out and everything, I can't foresee myself being like, Oh, well me and Carly aren't friends anymore because of X, Y, and Z reason. Now I just have to turn off like any of any soulmate type feeling I've like ever had for you. Cause it's not about, us being soulmates it's about the situation you know Mm -hmm. so you have to kind of separate the reason why you guys fell out versus whatever um whatever bond that me and you actually had outside of that situation because the gravity of one is stronger than the gravity of another but the severity at that time is bigger than the other you know you will always be cool but if one day, you know, you do some fuck shit and I'm not fucking with it, the severity at that time is going to overweigh the fact that me and you are friends only because that's what's affecting me at the time. But that's not to take away from the fact that me and you are still as cool as we are, as close as we are, as as much as we bond. And that's, I feel like, with everyone. And I feel like that's not just with friendship, that's with relationships too, you know? People go through problems every day. So just because you go through problems, that doesn't mean that people aren't your soulmate if that's the case then niggas would be miserable niggas would break up all the time niggas would be miserable all the time (laughs) niggas do break up all the time and like it would just be 
like there would be no incentive to make up anything really and sometimes you might not make up stuff because it is that severe but some there's something that always brings somebody back and it's not the situation blowing over sometimes it's the relationship that you guys share and it's like is this situation worth losing this friendship or this relationship or whatever so you said bringing you back or well if you're not necessarily okay i don't want to use bringing back but re not renew either i guess work on restore maybe uh because like obviously like if you have a soulmate like i said it doesn't go away so if you guys are in some sort of fallout or whatever and the gravity of you guys being friends might be the reason why you decide to put that aside maybe and just work on not having that happen again having whatever conversations need to be had i don't know i just think that if that's your soulmate stuff like that shouldn't be as easy to um to break you guys apart i think i think that was very beautiful i was just going to quote the great prophet chingy and he yeah. said every time i try to leave something keeps pulling me back, me back, me back. shout out to jason weaver too mm. he did that chorus he sure did it was great wasn't he in the michael jackson um yeah uh-huh. he was in something the lion king Oh, the Lion King was like, was young Simba. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I hope he's doing well. He is. He his flowers, man. <laughs> Harley, how the hell do you know he is? Because I remember watching this interview that he did on Vlad TV about <laughs> how, no, about how um, his mom actually helped him secure a way better deal for the Lion King that they were trying to give him. They were trying to give him like a lump sum of, lump sum of money um, for the Lion King. And his mom was like, no, but obviously you think about the nineties hearing like, okay, let's give you $5 million. You may jump at that opportunity, but she was able to argue like, no, we want this much for X amount of time. And then you see how much the Lion King ended up progressing and yeah, he's good. He, he was like, my kids are good. My kids, kids are good. Their kids, kids are forever going to be good. Like, so yeah. What did you no, I was, no, I was talking about today. That was like last year type shit. I'm talking about in the middle of this pandemic. I hope he's um, well. What made you gravitate towards watching a Jason Weaver interview? Of I was like, scrolling. Why? I was scrolling through Twitter and it was a short little clip. <laughs> you know, niggas be posting their little fun facts or whatever. God bless. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to move into the next topic now. It's kind of like an extension off of soulmates, but a little bit different. It's a question. So this is a question that I've been wanting to ask you guys for a while because I've seen so much commentary on it and I really do want to know what you guys think about it. So do you guys believe in right person, wrong time? Nah. Sorry, I had to think about that shit because you know. I have to think about it slow. every time. <laughs> I'm like, right? There's a long time. Yes, I do. So you believe in it and you don't believe in it, Carly? I don't. All right, Faith, you go first. Why do you believe in it? Why gotta go first? Why you can't save the best for last? You know I'm great at arguing. Carly, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, bitch. I am good at arguing though. Um, because I feel like, say for instance, I met my partner how I how he is now while I was still in records. Mm, if you like, you can be as perfect as you want to be. Is you may be the right person, but it's literally the wrong time. That doesn't mean, and that's not to say that if I met him while I was at Rutgers, um, by the time that three, four years rolls around and we meet, or say, if we didn't keep in touch and we meet again three, four years now, that doesn't mean that there won't be a chance that some shit could pop off and then I'm the right person for him at that time and he's still the right person for me and it just works out. I don't think that just because it's the wrong time, like there's no such thing. Like you have to acknowledge it. Facts, mm. Carly. I see that. Okay. When you put it like that, but well, how did you see it? It's just I'm looking at it more so. If it's the right person, then you know there shouldn't be a wrong time. It should just you know be something that you're both able to work towards making it happen see i used to hold that view like up until <laughs> literally up until like this stupid nigga but i used to hold the view that okay right person automatically means right time right i'm assuming that's what you mean but mm-hmm. i i don't know what made me think oh actually i did he has this weird idea that we met while i was still going to Rutgers, like while i was still in college He's like, no, we met at a barbecue and that's how we got each other's Instagram and we started following. I'm like, nigga, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know who you are. But I was thinking about that and I was like, if he had come on to me strong the way that he did, like, obviously, when we got together, it would not have been the same because, I mean, Carly, you didn't know me, but Chris knew me. So... I would have been out here, you know, still on my whole face, still on, (laughs) you know, just me. And I would be like, yeah, this dude is bomb, this dude is cool, this dude is that. And I would just treat him like the rest of the niggas that was in the rotation. Okay. (laughs) I feel like right person, like, I'm the same as you, Faith. Like, I really thought that right person, wrong time wasn't a thing. Because the same thing, like, if it's the right person, it has to be the right time, you know what I mean? But you can't have... Like, sometimes the right person and the right time aren't always working in tandem, you know? The right time for me might not be the right time for somebody else, just like the right time for somebody else might not be the right time for me. And Mm -hmm. they have to to work at the same time, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, for example, like, if I, I guess, like, similar to yours, like, there could be somebody that's, like, scoping you out for years, and you're just sitting there right they don't they don't know if it's the right time for you one and two even if it's the right time for them why didn't they act on it for you um because you could have had somebody for these past Mm -hmm. years or you could have had that person for the past years had you acted on it but I guess it was not the right time for you um or like you said it was the right time for you and you were just a pussy I don't know but wasn't a pussy I was a hoe but okay (laughs) No, but there really just are times where you're here and like, yeah, you're cool, everything, yada, yada, yada. But if I'm literally not ready to be 
with you, accept somebody, Mm -hmm. share my heart with somebody. There's no amount of perfection or like rightness about you that can change that for me because I have to fight this alone as much as you can help me out. Like the actual like healing process and like working through everything I have to work through on my own, whether it's emotional, financial, whatever it may be, like I have to do those things and you could be nice. You could be cool. You could be funny. You could give me money. And while that's great, like there's still shit I got to work on. And I might not be that person for you. And you, and I don't think you could be mad if that's the case, just because you think, oh, this person might be the right person for me. And I'm going to ask you now, this has to, no, sweetie, like you'll get your, you'll get your feelings hurt like that. I'm sorry. So I think like, Thinking like, oh, if this is my person, then they're going to be my person through hell or high water. Yeah, that's cute. That's cute. But (laughs) like niggas still get divorces and niggas still like break up. Niggas still don't make it. Like if that was the person for you, if that was the right person and if that was the right time, shit like that wouldn't have affected you. In my opinion, (laughs) I don't know if that's too rash. But that's how I feel about it. I was thinking, as I was listening to you, I kind of thought of this question. Um, why does it seem, I mean, not why, but isn't it funny how it's so kind of taboo, I guess, to say no to a proposal? Not necessarily to say no in regards like, I don't want to marry you, but maybe it's just I don't want to marry you right now. and. I just feel like we don't hear too many stories of, you know, relationships making it through that and eventually like, you know, facing that, okay, like, like, okay, now I'm ready or whatever. Like, it just seems so much so that like, okay, say someone, say a man were to propose to a woman and she were to say no, cause she wasn't ready at that moment. It seems like that would be like, all right, then just we're done. I feel like most men have that view. But I also hold the view because then I'm going to know you just wasn't listening to me because there's no way you just wake up on Tuesday and you're like, okay, I'm going to propose to her. Let me do it now on Saturday. (laughs) You have to actually talk to me and see where I'm coming from, see my level on marriage and marriage with you because there's a difference. If you ask me, like if my partner was asking me, okay, I'll be like, all right, yeah, I'll marry you, whatever. But if it was some random thing, I really wasn't feeling like that. I would be like, yeah, I want to get married in five years. By five years from now, I want to be married with kids, da, da, da. Nowhere did I say you. You need to understand that there's a difference. So if you decide that mm. you want to marry me now and you feel so strongly about it and you didn't talk to me, then if the day you propose and I say no, you can't get mad at me. Because the right thing to do would be, okay, you want to marry me. See how I feel about marriage, about my life currently, my life in five years, and my life with you in five years, because they can be very different. So you, of course, there's going to be couples that go through that. If for some reason the couples had a conversation about it, one person is not feeling this way, but the the other person decides to propose, I don't know how you can work through that because still the person wasn't listening to you. If you didn't talk to that person, well, the person didn't consider into how your feelings would be into their actual decision. Break up. Both situations is just break up. But if we had a conversation... No, yeah, you just have to break up in all situations, actually, because 
either he wasn't listening to you, he didn't consult you, or he doesn't care about how you feel. Niggas is trash. I just don't understand how, and it's not just with marriage, it's with any life situation that involves two people who have to make a combined decision, like how you can just go on a limb and yeah, somebody like, do you like people do people not understand like the gravity of which goes behind getting married like it's not marriage just putting is a, a ring on a finger like yeah. it's you know exchanging like information it's exchanging resources it's combining things it's starting a home it's starting a family it's starting a life and it's starting a life with somebody else like starting a life through marriage like yes like some people hold the view that um of marriage is just like an extension on a relationship. I get, I get it, whatever. But like, when you're met, like you're literally like with, with somebody, like your, your names are tied. It's that's what you so choose. Like, it's just too big of a thing for you to just ask somebody all willy nilly, like asking them if they want to go to the movies on Friday. Like (laughs) it's not that, it's not that easy. How do you go about asking somebody to marry you if you don't talk to them first? One, because first of getting all, my ring size. I was just about to say, I was about to say, how the hell are you going to get my ring size, stupid? Like, And you need to know what kind of cut I want. You need to know all that kind of shit because that's going to be my next question because this has been a conversation that's been on Twitter for the past couple weeks now. But there, there's just too much that goes behind asking somebody to marry you. Like, if you could be, and you, like, you could be with somebody for however long. It could be two years. It could be 10 years. Like, you still just might not be ready to get married for whatever reason comes behind it. But I, I want to play Carly's role of devil's advocate because, you know, she loves saying that shit. <laughs> for the romantic, the hopeless romantic, the idealist, the whatever strange la la land that this person lives in, that person can very well just stuck around and say, all right, I'm just supposed to because it feels so right and I want to whatever have you. So what do you do in that situation? That I, I can see that as a situation where it's like you really didn't talk to this person, you didn't consult them. It was just the idea of romanticism just, I guess, multiplied in your mind. So that's the only way I could be like, oh, either way, the person's still stupid, but that's it's still a possibility. Yeah, that's interesting because we're talking about the whole idea of soulmates. Like if that innate energy is within you guys and you guys like are combined in that sense that you guys just get each other, you feel things, you guys are vibing as one, whatever the case may be. And somebody really does act on that whole soulmate thing and they feel that, they might assume that, oh, if I propose to you because we're soulmates, I'm assuming that you feel the same way I do. Yes, you're stupid for that. Yes, you're stupid. And yes, you're not listening to me, but that might be the person's idea. Like we're soulmates and there's nothing that can quote unquote break that. So if I propose to you in this moment, I'm assuming that you get me too. And some people might even use the excuse of like, like, okay, you know, you want to marry me. You know, you're going to marry me. So why not just do it right now? Rather. Because that's crackhead behavior. Of course, of course. Some people might use that excuse, though. I just realized. No, I like. I get it. I know that there's hopeless romantics out there, but there can be no amount of love that I feel in my heart, in my bones, in my toes, in the hair strands. I don't know. There's no amount of love that can make me say, hmm, Uguchi. 
You didn't even ask him how much debt he's in. There's no way. I can't picture so it. Like, that's facts. Like, how much debt am I about to take on that I'm really Damn. about to marry you? Like, nigga, we going, because, we might have marriage debt. Like, yeah, thank you. Like, yeah. we have to, as much as I love, love can overtake me and consume me. But I have to be guided. You have to be guided in thoughts. So you not just love somebody on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday, on Friday, on Saturday now. I love you so much. Let's go and get married. Sunday now, you ask him, oh, are you paying your student debt? He will say no. What will you say? Can you shout? You can't do anything because now is your student debt too. So you have to figure <laughs> out how the fuck I'm going to pay this shit. <laughs> like, and it's just weird for me to that. think that somebody, like, I, I really don't think that somebody can think that they want to marry somebody overnight. You know what I mean? There has to be, I feel like there has to be some sort of, some sort of build, build up. up and some sort of build up to ask, actually going out, getting a ring and like popping you the question. say that. And how do you go about having those thoughts without talking to the person that you're proposing to? I think that's just very, very weird. Like, I feel something is mentally wrong with you. That's why I don't believe. That's why I don't believe in ninety day fiance. That's why I don't oh. believe in marriage at first sight. What about married at first sight? I don't believe in it. Fuck that. Fuck that. Married at first sight. Love Do I know your debt at first sight? I mean, what if they put it out? What What was that show that everyone started to love? Um. Um. Love it. With the black and white. No. Oh, love is blind. Oh, love is yeah, blind. Yeah. 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 Maybe they put it out there before they join the show or something. My love is not that blind. I'll tell you that right now. Listen, listen, <laughs> honey. Listen, honey, let me tell you. Love can never be that blind. I want to inform you. If love is that blind, just know the person went and go. They did juju. That's why you can't see anything because you're blind now because the person went to their native doctor and now, now they said, oh, Christian will be blind. And that, that woman will love me from head to toe. Literally, mm-hmm. the only way my love can be blind is if I am legitimately blind one day. If I lose my sight, that is the only time my love will ever be blind. Because there Shit, is no I'm, way. I'm damn near legally blind, and my love still is not that blind. <laughs> 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 mm. No, that's funny as hell. But this whole marriage shit, like, I don't want to get in, like too deep into like the logistics of marriage because we're going to save that for another time. But this is just a question that's been floating on the um, timeline for a while. Um, it was like, if you are getting proposed to or whatever, or like you guys are talking about getting married, would you put like help pay for your engagement ring? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the thing is, I actually did see this tweet, I, and I'm actually too. pissed off that you decided to now even bring it back up into my memory, <laughs> because what do you mean? What do you mean that I have to pay the... I'm supposed to help pay for my own gift? Will stop, you imagine? Stop getting married, or stop getting engaged, if you are not financially ready to take on the responsibility of being an engaged person. Because that's all it's about. Like, Like, you can't tell me you want to be engaged and you can't even make the payments to the ring. You can't tell me you want to be engaged if you can't afford your mortgage or your rent. Girl, boo, I'm going to look at you like, are you crazy? Like, it's it's all about priorities, literally. How do you go about asking the person that you are about to get down on one knee to propose to 
So I really do want to marry you, but can we go half on whatever ring you want? We could get the ring. You just got to go half. How do you even rationally fix your lips? See, stupid mouth, stupid crusty mouth, you will not tell me I have to stop paying for my ring. Your father, why should I be paying for my own ring? Like, I saw that tweet and my blood started boiling. I was like, I know niggas is not about here. Like, y'all not conversing about this shit. No, I was like, like, clearly somebody's just trying to shake the table because mm -hmm. what? And a table did they shake because, excuse me? (laughs) Excuse me? Paying the fucking wine pain. spilled because motherfuckers is out here shaking my table. I'm like, don't piss me off. <laughs> table was shook. Like, are you marrying me or am I marrying myself? Because I can buy my own jewelry on my own. Yeah, and plus, I gotta pay for yours. Like, just no. Carly, that was a really good point. Yeah. I'm not know, asking you. No, that's not how this works. <laughs> yeah. But I know that there's going to be some person who's like, oh, well, you know, it's it's very superficial for you to think that um, uh, if you help pay for your husband to, to help you pay for the ring, that, that you know, um, he doesn't love you and he doesn't want to marry you. Bitch, if this is supposed to be my husband that God granted to me, that motherfucker will, first of all, know how to prioritize. You can't tell me you love me and you want to marry me if you can't afford anything. And that's what I said before. Motherfucker, if you are late on your, what, what is, on your rent, on your loans, on your student loans, car loans, whatever loan you took out. I don't know if it's a loan to pay the person who mows your rent. I don't care. If you're late on anything, you can't sit here and tell me you want to open a new chapter with me. Because your old chapter is screaming and shouting. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Because then you're, that tells me you don't care about me because now you're dragging me along into your debts that I'm going to have to pay. Like, girl, fuck you. Like, are you crazy? I love when people say that. What, girl, fuck you? That's my, yeah, that's my new shit. thing. <laughs> yeah, because girl, fuck you. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? It that just is. It does, every time. Girl, fuck you. You gotta be an LMAO girl, fuck you. Like, like what? Girl, are you crazy? Like, I'm really sitting here trying to wrap, try to wrap my mind. If somebody really came to me and was like, can you pay half of your ingots? I don't. Mm-hmm. How do you even word that? Like, that's Without sounding goofy or feeling goofy. That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you fix your lips to say that and get a like and get a like-minded response from the person that you're especially ever heard of to someone like me? Because everyone knows to me, the most important thing is money. I don't care what you try and tell me. If you like, you can tell me love. You can tell me like, you can tell me friendship as we have. No, the most important thing is money because money is the only thing that rules this world. So if you know me, you will not come and say, oh, Gucci, I like you, I love you, I want you to be my wife, but can you help me pay this? What? I'm going to really look at you like, girl, literally, girl, fuck you. Like, are you crazy? And, <laughs> and never talk to me again, literally. Please, I will block you immediately. Like, Stupid shit. Stupid motherfucker. Dead ass, stupid motherfucker. Stop <laughs> stop getting into situations that involve money when you don't have the money to do it. Like it's it's so simple. Nobody's gonna say anything 
if you just bow out of the situation because you don't have the money to do it. Nobody's going to say shit. I like, it's really not my force. Take that and just apply it throughout their entire life. I've, like, if you're because going on a trip with your friends and you can't afford it, as much as I want you to go, if you don't have the funds, stay home. It is really risky buying a one-way anywhere with no guarantee way back home. So just don't do it. But the craziest thing is, I've been saying this in season one, it's not by force. Like, it's really just just be just rest like rest, rest. So rest. rest. <laughs> let your pockets rest for that like you Man, don't have that to really took me it. back you don't have to stretch <laughs> it like honestly season one episode one just thank you because like, people I, love to make it stretch like you don't have to i promise it's not that the story i've read Oh, Miami God. will not move. Vegas <laughs> will not, not move. Toronto will not move. Like it will still be there once you get your first of all, The together. funniest thing is Toronto, but we're not gonna address that in season three. <laughs> we won't address it in season three. But, it but will, no, it will I feel stay. like I feel like because then how do I explain it to my family? Like we didn't even address that part. Say if I love this person so much and I say, okay, I will help you pay for my ring. What will I say to my mom and dad? Hmm? You want me to you want me to lie and tell them, oh, I'm not helping you pay for them. In fact, even when we get in an argument, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna be like, that's why your broke ass couldn't afford my ring. <laughs> like, oh, damn. Because don't give me the ammo to have to use that. So just don't do it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank me, you. You don't want me to have that ammo in the tuck, babe. Trust. <laughs> you don't want me, that. It's like you are asking me to go half on my engagement ring. But you're acting like once, if I say yes or whatever, and I put that, whatever, if I say yes, and I put the ring on and we're now engaged, that wedding planning does not start very soon after this engagement occurs. So money will once again be shuffled out to in invitations, um, Wedding planners, if that's what so be it, your dress, your floral arrangements, your venue, your food, your, uh, there's so much, mo- like, and you mean to tell me, as step one, <laughs> with the ring, that I just mm-hmm. have to cater around, whether I go to work, whether I go to the movies, whether I go to the laundromat, whether I go, whether the, the, the ring, that I just have to show people that this is the, this is what the man that I married he has paid for it's not what, how do i explain me that what do wearing I, the ring isn't gonna feel the same and you don't like, like honestly that. i'm gonna be marrying I, myself honest because like i can't like i look forward to that like i want to be the type of person that's gonna like my husband y'all to death so i want to be able to show off the ring and it doesn't it's not gonna hit if i know that i helped pay for it me doing this, oh, y'all can't see, but me waving this beautiful <laughs> hand in your face is not going to hit the same. Knowing that I paid for my, no. Imagine if, like, this, say, say if the situation happens to Carly and she agreed to pay for the ring. Imagine her trying to my husband me. I'm going to be like, bitch, is this the same is husband it? that asked you to pay for your ring? <laughs> <laughs> is that your husband? Or your domestic roommate, because girl, what's tea? Like, I'm not sure. Because you know that (laughs) couple racks that you spent on your port, your portion, 
yo, every single time, I think. But I think I think it's very important because you did say that that giving me the ring is literally the first step down a very expensive path. Expensive. And especially oh. when I think about it, because I have to do that shit twice because I'm going to have two weddings. I'm like, okay, so you're telling me you can't afford the ring, which is probably the cheapest item on this path that we have to take twice. So I'm going to look at you and be like, yeah, no, you're really not ready to to get married as much as you love me. And I'm not saying don't love me. You can love me with every fiber of your being. It's cool. But just to know that we have to get married twice and you can't afford the first step, my nigga, sit down and just rest. You got to breathe. Be guided. Just a little bit. Like, come on. Like, there's no way. Yes, and that's why they go through credit checks when you get a car. They like, oh, so I mm-hmm. saw mm-hmm. that your credit is low because you haven't been paying off X, Y, Z, and you think you're going to get this CLA 250? No, 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 mama. Mm-hmm. It's very important that you audit everyone in your life. You audit your friends, you audit your lovers, you audit your family. So if you're having this conversation of, okay, I want to get married, I want to do this X, Y, and Z, you literally, like, if my partner comes to me and say this now, I'm going to audit you. I'm going to be like, all right, bet. How's your mortgage payments? How's your car payments? How's any other type of loans? How are you with your finances when it comes out to spending lavishly? You have to audit that person and see where their mindset is. That's why it's literally so important to have your priorities in order. Don't come to me and talk to me anyhow because you want to marry me. Are you losing your mind? Like, I'm, I, I, girl. When I tell you I'm about to rip my braids out because this is the dumbest topic I've ever heard or seen on my Twitter timeline. In fact, I blocked the motherfucker who put that shit on my Twitter timeline because now I know you're just stupid. Like, oh, fuck off. Just don't get married. Like, it's not that deep. I could stay together. Period. Period. It's cool. Because clearly your, like you said, clearly your priorities are not in check and you're not ready to really face life as a married person and that's Mm -hmm. that's fine it'll come one day and if it doesn't come so be it you lost out champ i'm sorry it's hella married people that's successful without who who's married that well who's not married who oprah tracy ellis oprah's definitely married okay oh i thought you (laughs) okay my fault my fault i thought you said people that were like not married but still together because you were like don't get married Oh, Wait, no, no, no. Oprah's not married? No, but her and Stedman are together. That's so her forever nigga. That's her forever nigga. Yeah. It's the same shit. Same wow, shit. I honestly. thought they were, well, technically by now, common law marriage, whatever. But that is, I really thought they were legally married. Oh, That's nah. just her forever nigga. But Tracy Ellis, like you said, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful example. Energy. That's what I want. I want to just have a nigga forever. I can just you can't, you can't touch my money. <laughs> like, that might that might be the way to let me not. But if you're in love and, and you know you want to go down that marriage path, you'll go down that marriage path. I love it. What so about Yandy? We can talk about Yandy. Yandy's definitely my idol when it comes to <laughs> You sure it's not Chrissy? Girl, fuck off. I'm not asking Chris. no nigga to marry me. Are you crazy? Yeah, oh, fuck you. you. Could you imagine getting on one knee? That's worse than accepting right. to pay for your ring. I paid for my ring before I before I asked somebody to marry me. One hundred percent. What? I could get my money back. I can't get my. I can't get my sanity back. 
I can't, can't get my pride back. I can't get my all, pride back. If I were to kneel down and and say, oh, will you marry me? My brothers will punch me in the back of my head so quick. Are you crazy? My brothers will punch me. Be like, bitch, if you don't get your stupid ass up, like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. If I found out that either of y'all went on one knee and proposed to any... I don't, we not soulmates no more. Cause clearly there's a disconnect between the stairs <laughs> that's there. Like we gotta, we gotta bring it back around. Hold on. Our stairs are no longer yeah, aligned. Yeah, <laughs> something not working. Cause I thought that we were, we were one of the same. We were here with it. So clearly like when we were here, now we, now we a little bit like this. We and, was here, now we here. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like we not soulmates no more. Cause yeah. I don't know what the fuck you thought you would do. Propose. I'll be the most damnest of dams of, to ever have damned, like for real. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be damned, so damned. Uh, no. We're going to end this shit right here because this shit just made me the fuck mad. Um, <laughs> All right. Getting, getting down on one knee. Uh, in this economy? So, what is social climate? Just, just like, to end up not getting married in the end. Because they oh still God. never got married. They like, haven't. They haven't. They that, haven't. And mind you, this happened when Chrissy and Cabela were on the show. That was when Love and Hip Hop was really good. Just that, saying. That was when Chrissy beat the shit out of Cabela. So. That's what I was about to say. Chrissy whopped that ass. But now yeah. they're suddenly friends again. Whatever. Um, that's not my business. Fuck but it. what would I say to you when we get home? Because it may love may be moving my spirit again. Love can move me, and I will just love this person so much. Whatever. After we leave the restaurant or wherever we are, when everyone is finished saying, "Oh, that's so cute, that's so cool," when we get inside the car and start driving home, what will I tell you? If you tell me anything, I would say, "Shut your mouth," because I'm the one that's wearing the pants inside this house. That's what I'm saying. Like, like now, anytime you try and talk to me, I'm gonna be like, "Do you know who you're talking to?" I'm the husband. I'm the wife. Just shut your mouth. Like, there's no. Oh, but maybe, like, I do mean, I have to carry you into the house? Like, oh, and I'm not no. like because now I just feel like now I'm the nigga. Like, do I'm I the nigga. To, do I have to do every? Do I have to go outside and I have to fix your car? Do I have to go and I have to do your plumbing? Like, what do I have to do now? Because now I just feel like everything is switched. Now I, I am I a woman? What am I? What is I feel idea? like that that in a in a sad way that I'm not willing to debate. It ties into gender roles, and we can discuss it on like future episodes. I'm not willing to debate though, and I know it may sound terrible as a woman in in 2020, but there's certain shit I would just be like, no, ma'am. No, ma'am, let it be. If it's, whether it's double standard, gender roles, patriarchy, patriarchy, I don't care. I Let it be. That's the way it's just going to be for me. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> patriarchy be slapping. So, mm-hmm. like, sometimes that should just be working. A little salt on that bitch. A little salt. You, you know, just sprinkle a little salt bay on it. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. That's just slap. And that's just how it is, period. Because I'm not fucking proposing to you, nigga, the fuck? Because, like... I'm wearing a dress. You think I'm a... No, you have to put on a suit. Now I got to put on a suit. Carly. I don't know, girl. I don't know. This shit is just not it. But what do I know? What I do know is 
Are we, we doing wine downs for the week? I didn't see y'all sipping wine. Chris, I saw you drinking water. Yeah, I know. I forgot my wine in the other room. But I see you have wine, so you can do your wine. Girl, it ain't nothing special. I just tell Dante, go to the liquor store and give me some shot in Sometimes it don't have to be special, to be honest. I feel like it needs to be special. This is our first episode of season three. We didn't, you know, we got to... I have a it. I have a suggestion. I don't ha- I have some in the in the kitchen. It's not open yet, but it's Is it boozy like- or bussy? Yep. Yes it is, ma'am. <laughs> so Wait, what? Every- so everybody hop on this sparkling wine. It's called the bussy. The bussy. Yo, Chrissy posting that shit. Bruh, like in a mimosa that should be hitting on its own. That should be hitting. It's D E B U S S. The bussy. The bussy. Isn't bussy like the booty hole, like what the girls yeah. be calling booty hole, or like the boy pussy, or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's I'm like the girls be calling it. Oh, my pussy is because it's my booty hole, but it's my pussy at the same time because you yeah. know it's the girls. Mm-hmm. I ain't so, never heard of that. Everybody I heard no, but that's why when Chris posted it the first time, I'm like, girl, she drinking the booty hole, like because it's <laughs> the booty. I'm like, I don't know about this one. But she posted so much. I'm just like, I guess she like it, girl. I don't yes. know. Get on it. Get on De- it, please. Debussy. D-E-B-U-S-S-Y. Not it comes in a rosé one, too. They have a rosé. to be confused like with Debussy. B-O-O-S-I-E-B-A-G-A-C. You that nigga been wilding recently. He's canceled, though. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah, no, he's, he's canceled. canceled. He's really been wilding. Like, the, 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 I address it. Okay. Mm-mm. Because I can't. That's the patriarchy right there. That's the patriarchy that don't slap. There's yeah. patriarchies. There's different levels to it. The ones that slap and the ones that don't. That's Fact. the one that don't slap. That don't slap. Like, Boosie, mm-hmm. he's been wilding for a minute. So. Since he got out of jail. Girl. Literally. Well, she like 15 years ago. Anyway, we're going to end this um, now because I'm still mad at that whole engagement ring and proposing <laughs> Um, I'm gonna have to go get myself a drink, literally. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we're back for season three. We actually have a lot of stuff planned, even though we're not together. We're still in this whole Miss Rona quarantine, whatever. We still got a lot of shit planned for you guys, so just keep looking. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at We Are That Pod. You can follow. Uh, no, not follow. You go subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. We are that podcast. You can email us if you'd like at we are that podcast at gmail.com if you have any suggestions, comments, concerns, whatever it may be. Um, if you're just listening now and you don't know our personal um, accounts, you can follow me at Kristen Dior underscore. That's K R I S T I N D I O R underscore. And you can follow me, Carly, um, on Twitter and Instagram at West Indian S H W T Y. She didn't want to say Shwitty. so bad. Shwitty, Never <laughs> let me forget it. Thank you, Twitter, for not allowing me to have that one extra character. You just fucked up my whole brand forever. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Well, she, gotta, she gotta be known as West Indian Shwitty until she's 45. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Yo, you West Indian sweaty. Oh, that's crazy. Do you Girl. understand how much of a headache it is to have to explain how I'm the West Indian shoddy, but it doesn't reflect just, in my handles? 
I just wanted to be known that when we are 65, I'm just going to be calling you Western Literally. Literally. I want to know something. All I heard was the fact that you want me in your life till that time. So, hey. Funny how I said till 65. I'm yeah, still going to live until about 103. <laughs> Don't worry. Anyways, um, guys, make sure you follow me. The chief. <laughs> the one and only. No one and only chief. <laughs> follow me um at chief ugo underscore i finally remembered it you know this thank season god. we're doing things different thank god um at chief ugo underscore um and that's the symbol don't spell out underscore because i don't get that many characters as carly did remind us on twitter and on instagram um mm-hmm. as chris said remember to email us we are that podcast at gmail.com follow us at we are that pod and dm us and, and let us know, even if you don't want to email us, because I realize when I'm listening to podcasts and podcasts tell me their emails, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, literally. I don't want to, I don't want to know your email, but I will DM. So if you guys are like me and you do want to DM, make sure you DM us on the podcast email and let us know your feedback because we really do appreciate it. So um, that's a wrap guys. for, oh, sorry. That is a wrap. But thank you guys all for listening. Ladies, don't propose to that man. Don't pay half on his on your own engagement. And fuck Kyle. Fuck Kyle for tweeting that. <laughs> and that, everybody, is a that on that. On that. <laughs> Period.